This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Yeah, right. I celebrate every day. I don't need to celebrate just some baby Jesus being born. Hey, man, don't you ever talk bad about baby Jesus, especially four <laughs> pounds, three ounce baby Jesus. Uh, I prefer mine to be a little chubbier than that. I don't th- listen. He lived in the Middle East. That motherfucker was not chubby. Rock, no doubt about that. <laughs> and people didn't like him, so he ran a lot. <laughs> You think oh they didn't like him from when he was small or the whole, or just when he got older and started? Crazy? He was always being chased. Think yeah. about it. He was born in a stable. It's not like he ate beans. You ain't beans running and, when you're born. I don't care how fucking I Listen, it wasn't like he was eating beans and rice. No, no doubt. Oh, wait. Oh, God, here's more. <laughs> no bait for his boat. <laughs> um, Hello. Hello. So we're rolling, guys. Oh, we're are we yeah, rolling? We are rolling, and so um, I want to say hello to everybody out there in Connected by Waterland. We well, have to be a little bit more excited when you say that. So, well, listen, there no, no, go. no, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit reserved right now because why? Have another sip because I'm being a little sentimental right now because this is episode. 100, 100 of the Connected by Water podcast, presented by Joey Cardi, Chrysler Dodge, Jeep Ram, and fueled by our good friends at Papa's, Papa's Pilar Rum, who remind you never to be a spectator. <laughs> we are going to make sure that Papa is going to be proud of us today, right? That's what we like to hear. So I am with the legendary... <laughs> Listen, I'm just a short Cuban 16-year-old that doesn't shave. <laughs> Fly tomorrow. <laughs> all right, fly How old also. Are you now? So, all right. 49. Oh, you got me by a couple of years. Yeah. Well, a year. So, Connected by Water is part of the Waypoint Collective, um, as is the Fly Zone. Correct. Right, so, we are. Congrats. Waypoint Rudas, right? I'm going to be in there too. What right. the fuck? Give so, listen. <laughs> um, and also, here is 
our resident, we're going to put your name on that chair, right? Art Sapp. Um, Mark. And, and I'm very excited that you guys are here for episode number 100. Cien, as right? my people would ciento say. Ciento por ciento. As my people would say. say Cien. Oh, I thought you said Cien. No, that's Cien means 100 in so, Spanish, yep, yep, as my people would say. So, But this is also, we're, we're double dipping today. Yes. Because this is our annual Christmas episode. And well, I'd like to say something about our annual <laughs> Christmas episode. Okay. Uh, because we have Art here with us. I only just today found out that uh, Art is Jewish and he's celebrating Hanukkah. I don't celebrate that one either. Hey, Not, man. Hey, pss, you zip it. <laughs> zip it. We're celebrating Hanukkah for you. Okay. Because I, I don't want you to feel left out. What night are we on? Uh, I think it's night four. Thank you for informing me. Yes. Yeah. Are you NPJ? I don't even know what the fuck that is either. That means non-practicing Jew. No, I'm not any of it. I'm not a Jewish person. Hey, man, come so, on. Listen, we're fishermen. Yes, rule, I am a fisherman. And rule number one is don't ever let the truth get in the way of a good story. Okay. I'm telling you a fucking story. Enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. So, listen, um, joining us here, as always, is the lovely Carlene behind the bar. Yay. Right? And she's, she's got a barrel full of munchkins that she's going to take out before the episode's over. Right there, they are, right. and um, God help me. This is gonna. I'm get trying good. to get a word in here in the beginning because I know I like it's gonna. Shit. No, no, it's gonna kind of go south quick. I got. What do you mean go south? <laughs> so for those of you just joining us, um, Art is really a freaking Scrooge with Christmas, and he um, he's we're not gonna let him live it down here. Well, that's um, the whole purpose of much. this. So, but, but I, and I, and you know, listen, I really didn't realize you hated Christmas as much as you do. Hated is a strong word. And yeah, I said we that might, we, we might not have invited you for the Christmas party. I, I, if the, I knew Christmas, that this would upset you so, well, it Christmas upset episode. well, you said you hate, and hate is a very strong word. There were lots of F bombs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being thrown it, about it, Christmas. It, and it, listen, yeah. we don't do that here. Yeah. Too far. My yeah, bad. Too far. All right. Um, so thanks for coming. No, no, no. Thank you for episode. having me. I, it, this has become a Christmas tradition. Yes, it is. This is I, our I third, have, our third year in a row that we're doing the Christmas episode. I have I'm proud a, to be here to try to tamp down the Christmas the, cheer a little the, bit. Oh, we get damn. pretty, we get pretty holly jolly around <laughs> we, here. This we one. Do, listen. I'm not going to let your negativity. <laughs> I, I'm going to make sure by the time this is said and done, your frown is turned upside down. Oh, you up smiling like a something. You're grumpy, really happy. dude. You're grumpy. <laughs> I'm you're never grumpy. grumpy. Never, never grumpy. Listen, Just not a big Christmas guy. Have you not been catching fish? Been catching fish like no tomorrow. It's why been well, then why are you grumpy? I'm not grumpy. You're, In no way, shape, or form am I grumpy. Grum- I just don't like Christmas. You... Ladies and gentlemen at home, just you didn't hear that. Okay. When you're li- li- watching this, eight point five baby Jesus didn't hear it either. Don't you? Wait, worry. but she said it was four point three. He no, said no, it was four point three. My baby Jesus is four point three pounds. Well, he's baby. Cuban. They're a little lighter over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, we pack our own inner tube here. Right. There ain't nothing light about us. <laughs> Let's rock. One hundred. We're rocking. What do you mean? Let's rock. This is the show. This is the show. I don't know what you're talking about. about. Listen, hold on. How many of these have you done already? You should. This is the show. So so let's get something like that. Part of the Christmas thing, the Christmas episode is so exciting. Is it's the one time a year that all us fishermen come home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially me. This is the one time a year that I know I'm home, December, and it's the one time that we can guarantee I can come on the show. So. Uh, that's why it's such a big deal. You know what? You're ma- where you're making a mistake. First of all, that's your mistake. Don't ever say that. Nope, I make a mistake. Are. People don't know <laughs> how legendary you are beyond your 
your big bravado and everything, which I love. I so enjoy your your personality and everything you do. Dude, your Blue Marlin history is what higher than than 99% of the public that has ever done the Blue Marlin true, fishing thing. You know, and it's, it's never talked about. You know, and, you're, and, and you're giving me goosebumps because here's that the team. That team was an unbelievable team. Legendary. And uh, it's funny because I was just talking about Jim Lambert a little while ago. Um, Legendary in his, I, his own right. I, I, and it's one of those things I I hate. I truly hate anytime you walk into places and people say, don't you know who I am? And, oh, fuck And, no, and that's no, just no. not me. I don't. Of course not. I don't. Well, no, but I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know me? That's my mural on the side don't of the bridge. Don't you know me? <laughs> that's my mural. I ordered the fries oh, no, and that's... the wings last week. You don't remember? <laughs> no, and, and anybody that knows me, that's not me either. I, I don't I, like ego. I don't I, like I, that. But, but. What you guys did, there's so many stories there, and I would love to see you and Sawed Off, as we affectionately call, call him, Eric, yeah. and uh, Joey. Yeah. Come, it, y- y'all got to just come talk some, tell some stories one Man, day. Man, we have. Bring your boys. Got, Bring it to the table. I, I want to watch that episode so badly. That would be cool. Epic. That would be way, way cool, too. Talk about some innovations made in that Blue Marlin fishery. Well, we like These talking about innovations it. around here, that's for sure. For sure. It, the, it, it's so funny because to this day, one of the things that I've taken from Jim, and I use it in everything I do, um, Jim was always one of those, he'd wake up, he goes, I, I have an idea, let's try this. Well, you know, you have a certain way that you fish, and you know it works. But one thing that Jim believed in was the only thing that's constant, the only thing uh, that's constant in life is change. So if you're not innovating, if you're not doing something different, you're going to get stale you're going to stagnate and then you get lazy. So once every couple of months, he'd try something way off the wall and we'd try it. And then next thing you know, it might be two weeks and we go back to exactly what we were doing originally, but you picked up something a little a little piece different. We're always drawing the parallels to fishing and art, right? Yep. Always doing that. And and I believe, at least, it's the way we run our studios. It's the same way. If you're not innovating or just at least just every now and then just doing something wacky and off the wall. Way wacky. Then please don't just reproduce the same damn thing over and over because it's going to get stale. It's going to get old and people are not going to respond to it anymore after a while. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And and what he's talking about here, you know, Jim Lambert. On and owned the real tight. Correct. A merit boat always. He's a local guy from mm-hmm. Hillsborough Mile, basically Pompano. Well, well but the he, real tight's uh, probably the most legendary boat. One of the areas ever seen. The areas ever seen. I'm talking about. There might be another one or two that have done. Oh, there would well, be. Sure, of course, no, there are. That's definitely one of the but, best of the best out of here yeah. for sure. But uh, Jim went once he moved because he he was originally from Maryland. Once he moved here, he moved to Fort Lauderdale. And he fished out of this whole area his entire life, yep. you know, his adult life. Mm-hmm. And then I was lucky enough to go work for him in 2000. And unfortunately, uh, when, I, when I took the job, uh, it was November of 2000. September, they diagnosed him with lung cancer and they gave him six months. So he said, well, if this is my last six months, I'm going to make it a good six months. And I'm just going to do what I love to do is blue marlin fish. Well, that lasted for eight and a half years. That's so cool. So uh, you got six months. We're going to make six months last. And he did. And uh, we, man, we went all over the place and no expense was spared. Uh, the way I like to describe it to anybody that has anything idea about any kind of sports, uh, he treated that boat and that operation like it was the New York Yankees. 
no expense spared, uh, whatever it takes to win. And uh, that's what we did. And we had a good time. I mean, at first I'm like, I don't, because I used to watch, man, they leave the dock at four o'clock in the morning. They come back yeah. at 10 o'clock at night. Does that, man, I don't know if that sounds like fun, but the first time I went fishing with Jim, I'm like, I want to hang out with this dude. Yep. He's, he's cool. Because I remember I, it was, we were just fishing out here on the 65 Merritt. And I walked up to him at lunchtime. I go, Mr. Lambert, uh, what do you want for lunch? And he looked at me. He goes, hey, I put my pants on just the way, the same way you do. My name is Jim. <laughs> and to the. From then on. From then on. Yep. Not just him, he but said, anybody. cool. You want McDonald's then? <laughs> <laughs> but from that moment on, um, it, that was something that it wasn't just him. That's what I did with everybody. It wasn't, you don't look at somebody and you get star, starstruck by them. You just say, you know what? You put your pants on just like I do. How are you? Uh, you know, and we had some great people that came fishing with us. And you talk about sawed off, uh, which is pork chop, Eric Leach. Eric Leach yep. We had uh, Alan Jackson on the boat fishing with us in St. Thomas. And he's like, Mr. Jackson, can I ask you a question? He's like, sure. He goes, what was it like being on stage with somebody really famous like Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> no. Really? Oh, my God. Straight to Alan Jackson's face. Thank you. What's it like being <laughs> on stage? Oh, good- my God. It was so funny. You're what's kidding it, me. What's it, what's it like being on stage with somebody really famous like Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> Eric said that? Oh, my God. It was great. Wow. It was That's great. great. Let me, let me- but, but I did the same thing a couple years when I first started on the Real Tight. Uh, year 2000 was the year that the Yankees beat the Mets in the Subway Series. I'm a big New York Yankees fan. Uh, my parents took me to a Yankee game when I was three years old. Hemingway over here, to old man. I think in all the, the Cubans are Yankee fans for some old reason. Old man in the sea right? for for some reason. Yeah, right? yeah. Old man in the sea. That's right. Because the old man in the sea. I think yeah. that's where the Yankee thing happened. Oh, oh for really? Sure. Oh, Joe DiMaggio. Sure. You, you never read that? the book? No, I never oh. read the book. Uh, yeah. I, take I you never had read the two book. days of read that book. Yeah, yeah. I never read the book. The amount of traveling that you do, you never read Old Man in the Sea. No, it's a small book. It's not that long. So we. You know what? That's I'm going to get fly for Christmas. There you go. Old man in the sea. Yeah, I like. Read, good dude. book phenomenal read so um i come back i'm i'm freelancing on the real tight and we're, Joe I, DiMaggio. I, I show up to the boat it's like five o'clock in the morning it's dark and this guy shows up getting ready to jump on the boat i don't know who this guy is thank you carlene so we introduce each other hey how's it going but i'm looking at him i'm like i know this dude <laughs> no 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 this guy's a weirdo Oh shit! Uh, it's not that I know him. It's dark. I don't. I can't recognize oh. nobody. I, my Cuban coffee's still kicking in. So all I notice is the guy's wearing a an orange Mets sweatshirt, blue Mets sweatpants, and a Mets baseball cap. And I'm thinking, Mike Piazza, that's a little on the nose. And I'm thinking, doesn't this guy know that the Mets just lost to the Yankees? I wouldn't be bragging. I would just, you know, take it in stride. Well, it took me until, uh, well, when he stepped on the boats, I looked at him. I said, Mets fan, huh? Bummer. Sucks to be you. <laughs> really? That's what I said. I mean, bummer. Sucks to be you. That's the first thing out of my mouth because I'm looking at it. I'm like, this was guy it, looks like a clown. Was it Gary Carter? It was Al Leiter. No. <laughs> <laughs> we had Al Leiter and Jeff Conine on the boat that day. He's seriously wearing all his Mets shit? Oh, it's, uh, well, it was cold. It was a little chilly, you know? So, yeah, he was all... He's as bad as a fisherman, clearly. We got nothing but fishing clothes. We get from yeah, yeah, we don't wear... Where the come from? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just realized that I, was on my head. You didn't realize that? I thought no. it was his dandruff until <laughs> we figured out... <laughs> 
space yeah, for all was, the snow. Oh, she's over, she's over there making <laughs> snow. <laughs> Wait, where all the snow come from? Carlene's over there pounding munchkins. Hey, she's <laughs> eating for two, man. I know. Don't don't knock it. Don't knock oh, it. God. Do we know if it's a girl or a boy yet? It's a baby girl. Keep her away from the fisherman. <laughs> oh, great name. Oh, cool Say, name. Denise, what? Marina, Marina Rose. Rose. Marina Rose. Oh, I love it. Nice name. Very Why nice. did she bring us those? Yeah, because she doesn't want to eat them anymore. Because she, she's trying to, she's trying to flip, flip the lid on us. Yeah. That girl. So, uh, yeah, that was Al Leiter. That's and, awesome. And I still get made fun of about that. It's like, fly, you couldn't keep your mouth shut? I'm like, <laughs> I can never keep no. my mouth shut. Yep. I made a living off of talking. Yankee fan, huh? Let me ask you. All right, so you have your own podcast as well. Correct. Right? And you're on other people's podcasts from time to time, just like I am. Quite often, thing, yeah. Right? Yeah, right? So it comes with the territory. You like being on that side of the table or this side of the table best? I like both. I like both, too. I like both. Um, well, when I'm on that side of the table, I don't like to talk about me. Right, I don't like. I, I don't like to yet. talk about me. So the fact that you asked, about I'll interject some, it only to draw parallels, but that's about it. Yeah. So yeah. when, like, you know, when Art mentioned, uh, I never talk about my history. I don't like to talk about what I'm doing. Right now, if somebody asks me, somebody May I interrupt a, for a moment. Yeah, you need to because those stories need to be written. They need to be put out there because the things that you guys did are valuable, and oh. this is how we. Get it out there. And that's why I like to Nobody's come on. writing books anymore. Well, actually, don't say that because during COVID. Did you start? I published my first book. Uh-huh. I, again, say it's, something about that. How do I know about it's that? Called, it's know. called The Young Cuban in the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a Mets fan. So how was it hard? Uh, it was until right now it was the hardest project I ever had. Yeah. Um, but here to go back, uh, when I first started talking with the publisher, it wasn't about me doing a book it was i was being interviewed for somebody else's book and as we started talking and i started sharing some of my stories with jim with what i do now all over the world between japan and saudi arabia and all this other stuff they're like man you should write a book about yourself and i said no i don't not about me i says you think what i'm doing is exciting but this is just part of being a fisherman yeah traveling to all these places is what we do. I said, but if you want, you know what I'd like to write a book about is our industry. So I wrote a book about the top 60 fishing tournaments in the Americas. So you know I, I did hear about that. I like so that I wrote a book. Uh, we have tournaments from Seward, Alaska, down to Salinas, Ecuador, and from Maine down to Trinidad and Tobago. And we're talking about offshore, inshore, freshwater, uh, crappy ice fishing, bow fishing. I want people to know what our industry is about. So I still want to do that ice fishing. It's trip awesome. With you, do it. Yeah. Let's. Let's. You want. You want to go ice? Let's look at this face. All right, bro. All right. Okay. Wait a second. Right. Hold on a second. We should. No. We're. I'm going to take you. We're going to go. Wait. No. We're no, gonna, no, 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 no. Listen, some. Siento por siento, my friend. Let, let me let me explain something because. I have fish next to art in sailfish tournaments. So, uh, and I know what it takes to, to, to fish competitively in a sailfish tournament. Think about what the amount of work you put into sailfishing in a sailfish tournament and multiply that by 100. And, and freeze put, your balls off. 
And no, 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 no. Don't don't worry about the free because you don't freeze your ass off. It's not. It's that all cold. heated in there. Well, it's no, like no, no, no. These guys don't go when you're when you're fishing in a tournament. You're not allowed to be in a in a hut. Oh, I don't want to do a tournament. I want to do the hut thing. Yeah, yeah, no, do the hut. But let let me tell you when I went to this ice. So at seven o'clock, gun gun start start where they all go out on the. Are ice. they running, or you get a vehicle? No, they have uh, ATVs. There there was two teams that were just walking. I was walking. Do you have to drill your hole. That's exactly you it. Drill so, your own hole. So you know, you know the layout of the bottom beforehand. Mm-hmm. And these guys, as they go out, they they drill a hole. This guy has a PVC, like a T. Like there's no pre-drilling the day before. No, like no, everything the, happens like the time of. Yeah. So he puts his PVC down with the T handle, side scanning sonar. <laughs> so he. <laughs> You guys are laughing. I'm telling We're you. We're laughing. It's guy, side-scanning sonar, so he knows there's a rock pile over here. There's a little grass bed there. So he will walk over and drill another hole, drill another hole, drill another hole. So as you're setting- And then eventually the ice collapses. No, no. Dude, this ice you're talking about, it's thick. 9 to 12 inches thick. So then there was this like Iowa or somewhere like this that? Was, where I went was Iowa. Yeah. And- I'm so, good. So these guys go- and he, Our, I, I hate to break the news to you. For Christmas, I bought you an ice fishing trip, bro. So. Here, Joe, how, how do we feel about regifting around here? So, okay. So let me explain something that Art you may or may not know about me. My whole thing is fishing. I don't give a, I don't give a shit Mud about puddle. I'm in. I, I, listen, I don't care what it is. I'll go lobster. I have my buddy that I go giant tuna fishing with every year. He's a commercial lobster fisherman. Once every third year, I go up and I pull traps with him. Why? Because I want to go fishing. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't care what it is. So I love being on a river and casting and catching trout. And I had never ice fished, so I wanted to do it. It's something that I had to try at least once. Will I do it again? Absolutely yes. Yeah. It is so competitive watching these people and if you no, have a competitive bone in your body and well, i know, you know you, i do and art, i know you do imagine this art imagine the echelon you would escalate yourself to if you went to iowa and actually won that freaking tournament no i have no interest i don't listen I fresh i'll drive the atv much. and you, you could be like on the back <laughs> hey you know, here's the thing and i and I, I i hate to be to draw an ugly picture we're pissing up a rope here here's a guy that yeah. hates christmas <laughs> You think we're going to get him to go and ice fish? No. We're p- literally, I'm pissing into right, the wind. Why do you hate Christmas? Oh, sh- shut off the cameras. We're going to have a moment here. This and, uh, is- it's because it's, it's become so corporatized. It's buying gifts it, and shit. It, no, no, no. But, but it doesn't. I, listen. I, Thanksgiving is the perfect holiday. But It's family gathering together. You hang out. You love each other. Everything's great. Nobody expects anything other than fond memories and words to be spoken. Nobody has to buy anything for anybody other okay. than some food. Okay. So maybe a bottle of liquor. So I. Man. It's perfect. Thanks. Can, I'm going to be. I'm going to be a psychologist right now. Go ahead. Just call me Doctor Fly. Actually, I'm an honorary. Would you like, would you like a Munchkin? Donut? A Munchkin. <laughs> so no, no, we're good. We're good. So I'm going to. I'm going to ask you. Describe to me. What fishing is to you? Describe my to- first love. It's. It's passion. It's it's. No, no. I, 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 background music. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because this this is important to it's me. The high. It's highly competitive. Something that I left long ago from athletics. It's camaraderie. Something I left long ago from athletics. It's it's. Okay. Fishing, it's challenging. Fishing to me, 
is what I do in between bites. That's what fishing is. Okay, I hear what you're going with this. So this right here to me, I still consider it fishing. Because 100%. we're we're talking about fishing, we're talking about our yeah, sport. We talked about this before. We're we're same, promoting same our sport. So that's what fishing is to me. Christmas can be anything you want, and I'm not trying to get you to change your mind on fishing it's, or on yeah. Christmas. But what yeah. I'm telling you is, you're looking at it as a commercial, and I yeah. totally get it because until uh, until I uh, started dating my girlfriend, and we've been together now going on five years uh and even because neither one of us have kids christmas is it gives us an excuse to leave and go do something the only thing i ask is wherever we go it better have snow that's that's the only thing i ask because it makes it feel christmasy yeah uh one year we did norway one year we did uh the up of michigan but it's whatever you make it. Push it closer. I'm trying to figure out the sweet. You know what You're the pro- you know what the you problem can't. is? It's the hat keeps pushing the whole headphones down. Listen, it? it's more to be funny with the the whole hate Christmas thing. It's just not my favorite holiday. I, I get it. It gets kind of crazy. Yep. yep. I used to like it when I was a kid. When you become a parent, especially, it, it, it's, it's, it's it takes on I a think completely I was different role. Fourteen or so, and I realized this is way too much work for my folks. Yeah. When yeah, and they both know. worked and yeah. and it, it, so it tainted it a bit for me. Other than once it actually going on and it, and it, again family was all together. But then I saw the stress of you know acquiring these gifts when maybe it wasn't the easiest thing financially to do and right and everything else. That there there's portions of Christmas. There's that, a reality to what you're saying that and yeah. it's taints it for it, me. It, and it's the commercial side of it, and I mm-hmm. totally get it. But really, if you think about it, there's there's two things that Christmas is about. Family. One side of it, family, yes. F- family's huge. huge. The other side, I mean, what people forget is you're celebrating. Yeah, and that part means nothing to me. Okay, and that's fine. <laughs> but It's all about family for me. It's, it, it is all about family, and uh, that's. You're celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. means nothing to me. Amen. It means everything to me. Exactly. It, and that's great. And, it's, that's, and that's phenomenal yeah. for a lot of people, and I love that part about it, especially if it makes you into the right and wrong and good and bad and. It's, well, I'm not worried yeah. about the right. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but it's, it's a part. Of, it's a big part of it. It is. No, 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 no. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to push on anybody. No, well, you know no, I, mean? I, I don't do I that. Am. I don't I do that. I'm trying to push the right and wrong on people. Yeah. Do right. No, do no, good. no. I don't push the religion thing. Yeah. On people. Yeah. I, no, I no, no yeah, yeah. yeah. But my whole thing that I wanted to push on you, and that's why I brought it uh, to fishing, is it means something different for everybody. Exactly. And that's all. And it just depends on how you look at it. But I would. I do want to go back to something you said. Uh, because uh, one of the reasons I gravitated to this as an industry was uh, I grew up playing sports all my life. And once I got out of high school, there was no college for me to play sports. And this, especially at the level that we do it, it's uh, it's a team sport. And for me, it's the closest thing that kept me connected to what I did. Uh, playing sports. So to me, there are multiple levels to fishing that bring value to one's life, right? And for me, I can speak of, obviously, I fashioned the entire damn thing to the body of work that you see behind you today and everything I put forward in my life, right? I have passion for it. I love it. Just because I've grown up down here and it's just always been a part of my life. Like, Like, just no, no different kind of thing. And just being surrounded by the culture of it and just being a Floridian in general. You know, it, it's just there and it's just part of the fabric of society and culture and the social aspect of everyone's life as well. Right. But to me, fishing is all about bond and relationship 
and 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 the experience and guidance and experience and friendships and and lessons and life lessons and understanding hierarchies and there's so much to be learned in the process of fishing if you do it enough that you know to me it's like oh fishing is life but it's true you know because if you, you could really take and that's the power of fishing to me is beyond just sport because you could just take the whole idea of it and there's such a governance about it right that if you take that and you can bring that right back into your life like fishing really matters yeah. so hunting and people can say the same thing about yeah. it it's also it's hunting fishing hunting we always fishing say and hunting is, there's it, a blurred line that there's really no difference but it, actually it's the same thing yeah that's what yeah. i mean from from that aspect you know what yeah. I mean? there's it's the same thing so to me like fishing there, there's such a, a level up um kind of mindset about all of yeah. it and i take it from the high level and, and look down and, and it's just like probably the best thing that there is on the planet when i get to get, get my guys heads back in the game it's the same deal that there's a group of us on the boat here and some of us fish for a living we all live to do this fishing thing we're doing right now and that i mean you can see when they're whatever again they're like kids some little girls sometimes with their phone in their hand and all kids now i guess you know business and the well, whole part of their life and wait what, a second says the guy that just answered his text message didn't right answer, just checked it is it someone, someone text you Merry Christmas? <laughs> Most surely didn't do that. Most surely didn't do that. Hey, Carlene, um, I want you to chime in on this a little bit because you are now. You I know, about scared listen, to death a minute ago, I well, think. Well, listen, I, I, I want to listen. We talked a bit, a little bit. You alluded to this whole and said, oh, look who we got on the show, Fly. And I don't think people yep. understand the Marlin history there and everything like that. Well, you know, you know the gravity of the people that we bring on the show, the gravity of people that you bring on your show. Right, and people got to realize there's a lot of underlying things there. Snow Experience still falling. And, and I know, snow still falling. <laughs> right, Carlene's no different. She knows she's been around a block for a few time or two. Oh. When it, when it in a good way. Just because I'm eating donuts, you guys, guys. really <laughs> were quick to cut me off there. <laughs> really, and, and you're, when it comes you're, you're to fishing, four, and you're four <laughs> months, <laughs> and you're four months along. That may would have been putting me in when this predicament. When it comes to fishing. <laughs> <laughs> that was so wrong. I want to get your thoughts on the matter too. Like, what does Christmas mean to you, first of all, right? And, and then, like, how does that kind of translate into into your thoughts and feelings on on what the fishing matters? Because this is our Christmas episode. Hmm. Christmas is definitely going to be different for me this year, considering I just lost my mom mm. in oh, March, I, and it's her favorite favorite holiday. So this year it's going to be a little different, but. Christmas was always hard younger because it was I wasn't always the most peaceful, you know, mm-hmm. growing coming from a big family. But now that I've got the kids and and Max, now that I got him too. It's Max uh, is barking his shadows. Max on the was wall. right on there. <laughs> Don't forget me, mom. It's just a difference with the kids now and the experience for her. I don't go out and buy her a bunch of gifts and do all this. Don't worry about him. He's, I'm just that, curious. What's what he's, he's, probably, he's looking at? Probably something. like a fly or something. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm right hey. here. He's right there. Max. Max. Please get it. <laughs> Mommy's talking. <laughs> it's more about an experience with my daughter now. So I yeah. take her to the farm and I buy her little small gifts because all that stuff's going to be grown out of. So it's more about the experience and Santa's snow coming through the through the fireplace and leaving footmarks and kind yeah. of her expression on her face when she wakes up and goes, Mom, Santa was here and he made a big mess. And she's out there trying to clean up the snow before Mommy gets out of bed because that's cool. So the magic of Christmas. You know, well, correct. Right? So the magic yeah. of Christmas. So it's um. Yeah, I don't know how that's so that's a hard thing to kind of throw on. No, me. that's good. See, I'm listening. I am a complete dork when it comes to Christmas. I mean, like 
right after, like even right after Halloween, like the kids want to put the lights up. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, <laughs> so we were like November, like the first week of November, lights are on our house. We had our tree up before Thanksgiving because we were supposed to be gone for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we ended up staying for Thanksgiving. So we didn't have Thanksgiving plans. So it was just like, yeah. let's just hurry, <laughs> guys. I won't Don't, worry about, Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Max is doing what Max is supposed to do. <laughs> Max is going to be good until. He's excited for Christmas, man. That's He's it. That's it. Max loves Christmas too. What, right? Max? what does Max get for Christmas? Does he get like a pig's ear? This year, Xanax. So, <laughs> <laughs> doggy downers, maybe. Doggy down. Now he's going to run around boy. and look at all the cameras and knock them down. I love oh, it. You smell those donuts, don't you, kid? Oh, that's what he wants. Well, I did give him wants. one, so that oh, could be my fault. Oh, that's what it is. He's all jacked yep. up on sugar. For sure. Yeah. Give me a, I'm so do your kids still believe in Santa Claus? Yes. Uh, whoa. They're watching the show, Art. No, I'm just kidding. No chance. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What? Yeah, whoa, what do you mean? Because my daughter that... saw that snow, and she goes, you're Santa, Mom. I said, what are you talking about? I just oh. bought this. She goes, no, this is the, San the snow Santa uses. And I was like, I just, this is a brand new bag, and I just went to the store and bought this for our, you know, Oh, yeah, we go to great lengths. I mean, you, get, you can't use the same wrapping paper as last year. You can't use the same <laughs> wrapping paper for your <laughs> gifts. You as gotta, whoa, whoa, what are you the one that busted it to my dog. I, the fly wants to stop talking about this. Stop! What are you guys talking about? I don't know. I go to bed early on Christmas <laughs> Eve, and I sit there very patiently until my girlfriend says it's a time we can get out and have coffee, and I can see what Santa brought me under the tree. Yes, do not. This is wow. a Christmas wow. Christmas this is our show. show. We don't have to worry about that shit. Do, Kids aren't watching this. Do not dis. Don't fuck up my chi, bro. In the meadow, we can build a snowman. Don't fuck up my chi. <laughs> my chi's cast iron. Get your wife and, and Mrs. Claus out, but things sap. will change. Ooh. Oh, and the and blush comes on. I like that thought. <laughs> no, it's just sunburn. Ah. It's constant. No, no, no. It, it changed a different hue. That quickly? Yeah, it did. Cool. That's why I know. You know how I can tell it's the white of the sunglasses? <laughs> once, <laughs> I turned through, in there? once it got red, I knew you were blushing. Nice. What are you what are you gonna get for Christmas? What did you ask Santa Claus for anything for Christmas? No, I beg for nothing. You beg for You're nothing. like That's, me. I don't want. I, I I want the family. That's it. Right. I'm I the don't same way. I am want. The same way, but. I, you I'm know, uncomfortable getting gifts. I hate it. Listen, that. that I can I can relate to. I do not. Yeah. It, and if it's anything, and I don't want to say it's a problem with my girlfriend and me, but she knows I don't like gifts. I don't want them. Don't celebrate my birthday. Yeah. It's just another day. I'm right with you there. Now, and it's one of the reasons why I said, listen, for Christmas, let's just me and you go somewhere every year. I want to give you my time. That, to me, is my most valuable possession is my time. I don't. Once, he still thinks she wants to hang out with him that much. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you got to understand this is all about me. And I, it's not whether she wants to hang out with me. She's goddamn it doing it. I, I want to hang out with her. There you go. That's the whole thing. I want to spend time with her where I don't have to worry about. He's over here getting brownie points on the podcast. She doesn't listen to podcasts. No. What's her friends do? She listens to our podcast, though. Uh, no. So that's what I heard. No. <laughs> I try to every once in a while I send her a little podcast because that's all I do during the day. I listen to podcasts all day long. Me too. Long. I'm addicted. And. I'm not even going to say anything. There were so many things I could. That was so wrong on so many levels. <laughs> he seems to be enjoying it. The the way he looked me deep in the eye as he wrapped his lips around a munchkin. Uh, no. And it's a jelly one at that. So. You ever wrap your lips? <laughs> Go ahead, dude. I dare you. Just There's nothing you can say that's going to get you out of this hole. You ever wrap your lips around a munchkin? <laughs> this is so wrong. <laughs> 
this is so so wrong but no actually i'm glad that you're here for this uh podcast because every time i see you it's always in passing oh yeah it's at a captain's meeting or it's offshore uh or it's a group text message that we're on (laughs) yep yep the three of us all three of us are on it oh that's right you're on that one as well you see how quiet it went as soon as pat passes it's yeah it's the whole initiative is taking a dive yeah well you you it's it hasn't it hasn't, but it's from the fisherman's from the fisherman's standpoint. Yeah. What he created, it's unbelievable how much stuff is rolling. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Channel Five News they interviewed me a couple weeks ago because of what Patrick Price started. Mm-hmm. Um, they've the studies that they're doing at uh, is it FIU? I can't For remember. Sure. Uh, which university FAU. is it FAU? I can't remember. It's the one that's up out of uh, no, it's the, the campus that's up, up in Fort Pierce and it may be FAU. I think they do. So does, uh, so does, uh, UF's got a campus up there too, right? And so does the, it used to be a community college there. Brevard community college. You got a campus there. There's Indian River State College up there yeah. as well. There's a bunch of, but there's a lot yeah, of that's stuff what it turned into. His- yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff oh, that that he that Patrick kicked off, and I know this week coming up. Uh, I I just talked with some people today because we're donating uh, to his family. Uh, this week I'm doing the Stuart Light Tackle. I took over the Light Tackle, and uh, a bunch of the money that we're raising is is going to Patrick's family. Mm-hmm. Very good. And for people that don't know, uh, Patrick is a well-known charter guy uh, who passed away due to complications of COVID. Right. So yeah, for, we did an, an episode. Where is that thing? Is it out it's there? It's up, yeah. It is it's up episode there. 93. Right. Yeah, we did, we did a whole tournament talk episode dedicated to Pat. Okay. Yep. We brought in Chip Sheehan, and um, we did a a shot for him and the whole nice. nine. Yeah, and the whole thing. Yeah. The, um, you know. Por favor. Yeah, you want the donuts back? Take the donuts back. Yeah, hey, I by the way, I have to say, I have to say, last episode we had was episode 99. Um, uh, how did that happen? 99's before 100? Crazy, right? <laughs> Son of a... Yeah. I love it. you go backwards, weird things happen. Uh, it was with Chip LaMarca and Matt DeBuck, who's our, our local Cardinal Gibbons High School football coach. Um, but Carlene was out because she was supposed to leave for Thanksgiving, right? And then they didn't... They didn't leave, <laughs> how much is right? he wait now? <laughs> Coincidentally, Carlene's brother comes rolling in here, right? Hey, I just want to see the studio for the first time, wherever. And he had been fishing all day, right? And I know if Carl's, right, I should just talk. Should I just openly talk about this? Yeah, Carl's hammer when he comes in, right? Yes. And so I'm like, hey, what are Carl, you? Carlene. Yeah. So I, I was going to have that. Nicole bartending in lieu of Carlene, right? Because Carlene's right, the the Robin to my stern, right? And um. So Carl, <laughs> he fills right in, does he? Carl comes in, he goes, "Oh, bartend." I'm like, you know what? Why not? Kind Why not? of a cool story that, oddly enough, the brother of our regular bartender rolls in. I'll throw him behind the bar. He he stole the show, <laughs> <laughs> and I got I got uh, House of Representatives Chip Lamarca here with me. Oh my god! Yeah. And um, Cardinal Gibbons, football high school, you know, private Catholic high school football coach here with me, and he's yelling at them for not drinking enough. And that's so the funny. Thing. Yeah, it was. You know what? Actually, now yeah. that makes me. He's feel- talking in the background down there, and you're like, you can hear like this falling conversation because both their wives were here. Yeah. 
Well, for me, I was feeling bad that you kept walking over because I'm not used to that. I'm not used to anybody tending to me. But now that you're the bartender, skipper. now I feel better. Is Skip watching Skip right says, now? Skip says, yes, he is watching. Right, he let's, says, let's do strange questions. No, no, no it's not only a strange uh, question, but he, how, no, it's just what he's saying. Right. I wouldn't have gotten a word in edgewise, but I'd be on my third cocktail by now. Right. Love you, Skipper. Talking about Buddy the Elf. You know, it, and it's it's pretty funny because of the fact that uh, this group text message about this podcast, mm-hmm. it w- that was the whole thing that me and you wouldn't shut up. <laughs> well, shit. Go Which figure. One? Yeah. Y'all kept group, saying we talk too much. We talk too much. Oh, is it? Yeah. Was, on yeah, that, on that group, group text well, message. You know what? It, it's, it's kind it, of, you kind of make the perfect podcast guest. And these motherfuckers were texting away. Did we say what we had three words in the I, whole text I, string? I don't say anything on a as you I know because you gave anything. me shit about our shark text. <laughs> I don't ever say anything, but I, I know rarely, the, I rarely say anything on that. But thing. when the information comes along, I make sure it goes to where it needs to be. Correct. I know. Except where, for that last picture, you didn't put that last picture anywhere, right? Which last? Perfect. Exactly. You wrote okay. the proper answer. Yeah. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it, oh, that picture. That, yeah, All that right. one I didn't know what I was doing, and Skip tells me those things are unbelievably good eating. So speaking of unbelievably And then I researched it when I got home and realized, oh, shit. Where, where are we at with how things are pushing along? Are we anywhere? Did it really kind of fade off? The no, pattern? it has. still it, doing work? It, no, no, it has not. So it's uh, for people that thank you, thank you. know or don't know, uh, this year I just got appointed to the board for uh, the Billfish Foundation. Okay. And it was. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, uh, it was something I worked really hard and I wanted to be on that board. Um, that was our first uh, topic of conversation was shark depredation. And uh, we just sent out a letter, uh, or Ellen did, uh, on part of the Billfish Foundation. And the reason was the push was so early was to try to get it on Congress's uh, schedule for next term or next year. Uh, so there's a possibility. Yeah, because we got to kind of move quick. We have to move quick. Yeah. Uh, there's a possibility uh, that I'll be going with her. I volunteered to go with her to speak in front of Congress cool. on this shark problem. Yeah. So, and and here's my thing, uh, and I, it was something that I spoke with um, Patrick about it, is if all you do is talk about it, that's all that's going to be. But if Correct. you... Once you start putting some pencil to paper, even if it's just starting it, uh, and it's something that's helped me, uh, I know for me, it's helped me really good in business. One of the reasons a lot of people call me is I don't, I don't like to spend months, if not years, planning on something. I like to just, let's start something, and then we'll adjust as we go. And that was something that, uh, I listen, the, the website that you signed up for, uh, we had the website up and running within two weeks. The problem we've had is getting it in the app store. Mm-hmm. Uh, it keeps kicking out. We're, we're working on that, uh, doing some new configurations. But uh, until we can get it into app form, nobody's going to use it on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, to the point you're talking about with the whole take action rather than talk yeah. about it. I mean, that's another to the, to the idea of I, I don't, with going back and forth. Some of the things on the back and forth is just bitch amongst friends. Yeah. That really gets you nowhere. So what we do is we take it to the show. Yeah, we've done yeah. numerous episodes on the on the topic. My, my on um, my side of it, I'm trying to work through FWC and try to find a way through my contacts through that South Atlantic Council that I got fired from with our new administration. Did you really get fired? Well, I didn't get renewed because some, but lots of they issues. went super liberal. Yeah, pretty much. But 
with that said, the issue, one of the worst issues we're having, especially in the wintertime right now, is the, an explosion in bull sharks. Legal to kill them. You can take one a day. One a day. But what would be really good, the, the longliners, the commercial guys can take them, but you can't longline in state waters. Well, those bull sharks have pushed down here so bad inside of three miles in state waters, sure. they're untouchable other than by recreational anglers. One, it's dangerous to have most yeah, recre- dangerous, yeah. recreational anglers messing with those big gnarly bastards. And two, no, they don't know what to do with them once they have done it. Nobody wants to kill a fish you're not going to do something with. Exactly. So they are untethered down here, just right. shredding things. So Basically from the 25 north. The- I, I know I had uh, Doug Coven call me up and ask me if I would put on a shark release tournament. And just get, to show numbers or something, just to show numbers, yeah. how many there are, because we don't want to just throw them on the dock because I'm not. Listen, it's a problem, but I'm not for wasted no. animals, wasted food. Well, I don't think anybody is. I don't think anybody that comes on the show is. I don't think anybody really that we talk to no. is for that. It's not really about that. It's not and, about slaughter. It's about preservation and balance. And, and, the perfect word balance. balance. So, uh, and and I'm not trying to pick on any management group because they do a lot of hard work. But anytime you deal with bureaucracy, that's the word. It takes a lot of time. So a lot of things that happen, uh, we don't have time. Well, we don't have time. But here's the other. And again, that's why this was great that this has been brought up now because it's going to take a while. Um, there's a lot of over- overcorrection, and what we're seeing right now because sharks did get overfished i'm not arguing with that that they went a little too far and they've rebounded very well uh, fly i'll argue with that they got overfished in places on this planet yes they've never been overfished in this country not not on the uh, east coast uh, uh, you know what I, I can't argue with you on uh, on that but uh there's something needed to be done at at, at a certain point however many years with ago. all fisheries it constantly it, is in flux you constantly need correct. to adjust Regulation, you know what though. Let me, but not shut down a fishery. Let me bring up a good example though, and then this is an example that you brought up in the past. There's also there's there's doing things and taking action from the government level just for show, just for just to say, hey, we're doing something right without doing the proper research or without doing the proper analytical. You have bad scientists fishing in the wrong areas, the the whole nine yards, right? But there are sometimes good things like with the with the muttons. Oh, yep. we raised it from 16 to 18 yeah, because we realized that with those two inches, that, that matter with sexual maturity. And okay, that makes sense. You know how many okay. marriages would be saved for two inches? A lot. <laughs> the range <laughs> counts. <laughs> okay, sorry. I couldn't pass up on two that's inches. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Shit, that's what got me. That's predicament. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Max, cover your ears. Earmuffs, Max. The world Ear needs muff. another Carlene for sure. Earmuffs, so I'm, Max. I'm glad it happened. Earmuffs. Whatever the predicament was. Is. Is. It's not a is. was. Yeah. But well, they it, got her it, in this predicament. So the action element. Yeah, it's it's an action element. And listen, I, I get it. I, the, and I don't. Sharks are. It's it's a weird thing because being that they're an apex predator, uh, you need apex predators. Yeah, yeah we're apex predators. We are. And there's a lot of us. And, and we so, are the. The biggest uh, apex predator, but again, now it's it's off balance. Yep. It's off balance, and if we don't do something, you want to hear some shit. What especially makes it when worse? you get fly in the club at night, he's definitely. No, no, you want to make predator. it worse is people are pouring into the state, so now this apex predator is exploding at rates similar to what the shark explo- explosion is, 
So that makes it that much harder on all the predator or predaceous type or whatever the fuck it is. The predatory species. No, the ones that we're predating on. Suffering. Oh, okay. The, I, I've lost the word. The here. prey. The, the prey. Thank you. Them little pricks. It makes it that much harder on them. There goes the two inches again. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it, it's that much harder because now we again the our our industry has exploded in it and the the less the, you know the full recreational style people buying bows for the first time in their lives and they're all it's easy to do it right here they're all down here do, buying them they're all putting bait in the water out here realizing how hard it is to catch fish out here and and because they can't catch them they say well there's no fish out here which is not true at all because the shark population alone tells you there's a lot more than any scientist ever believed there was out here because they're eating them and they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more there aggressive. isn't a starving shark out here every one of them you see is getting there's sandbar sharks out here bigger than they thought existed. Our LBSs, whatever the hell those little things are, little silkies or whatever they are, are so big now as forever those little brown sharks, we call them LBSs, mm-hmm. little brown shark. Never really knew the species, didn't care. They were just a nuisance and they were always around. Well, they were always like that. They're freaking giant now and we don't even know. What, are they silkies? Do you know? Uh, they're, they fall under brown sharks. Okay, they're little Shit brown eaters, sharks. Yeah. yeah. But they're so big now, clearly they're, there's lots of fish out there for them to be eating. So, Are what, we allowed to call them brown sharks anymore? Yes. The they, brown man said that they, we're good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they're, Thanks for answering that. Yeah. The, the, the brown I man. I started sweating. The, the brown Did you man said. Like, oh, no, actually, say? sharks get broken into two categories. And this is real. Brown and blue. Really? Yeah. Makos and blue Makos, sharks. blue sharks, white sharks, and then brown sharks, duskies. Everybody else. Yeah, type. everybody else. So that's how they... Huh. And it's funny because as we were... So built, even the sharks, it's all racist. <laughs> you know what? Sharks don't oh, care, fuck. man. They don't, do they? Just yeah. like most people. Don't and care. I, and I really don't want to get into <laughs> to this part of it, but most people... Listen, I look at you. I like you. I don't it's care. It, yeah. I don't care. And that's how most people are. Yep. I agree. So, uh, let's move on from that part because I don't want to go down that. Uh, no, we don't go down that. Yeah, road. that's good. One day we ought to. We'll, we'll no. You. What do you want to get into? Well, I, one day I want it all just Christmas, to be on the table. Know. I want it all to be on the table and, and let the people that think there is all this racism know that even us redneck peckerwood fishermen don't believe in that shit. Don't uh, care about it. Who made yours out of peckerwood? That was... <laughs> <laughs> so that's an old Southern colloquialism I grew up with. Uh, no, no, it's all good. I grew that's up here in South Florida, so yeah. yeah. So anyway, one day we should discuss it, but not today. Today it's all today. About today's Christmas about Christmas. And fishing. We're, we're, listen, we're spreading Christmas cheer for all to hear. Yeah, right. You guys are. Right. You grumpy old man. <laughs> that's me, baby. That's- so we got one question. Um, is my phone up there? We got one question from Tiny to ask Fly. Oh, you know, it's so funny because he texted me earlier and I told him I was coming. You know, I've known Tiny t- is such a huge part of this industry, too. Well, here's the thing. So much. Tiny, what a lot of people don't know. I've known Tiny since before I started fishing for a living. I met him uh, at um, the Tiki Bar in Holiday Isles during. That's where a- you met? Yeah, at during a, mechan- a, mm. a a mechanical surfboard contest. Mm, the plot thickens. The plot thickens. I met you at Tiny's house for for, the, the, for his wedding. Correct. I cooked plot the, thickens even more. I I cooked his uh, his pig. pig. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Need a question for on on the phone? Oh, what's the question? Let me see here. From Tiny. It's all nines, by the way. <laughs> he might have texted me. I'm trying not to look at my stuff. 
You never know when something really important is going on. I don't care. I'm here for two hours only. I'm giving my time to you guys. It's in a text. Oh, from me? Okay. No. Oh, my phone. You have, oh, he's got your phone. My apologies. <laughs> we'll get to a strange I'm question a, from Being that I've known Tiny for so Oh, I got a great Tiny story. Do you? Oh, bring the noise. Uh, bring the noise. Do we want to tell it before or after the, qu- Let's the question? Let's tell the question first. Okay. All right. Let me see here. So it, Tiny it, says, question for Fly, who is a bigger influencer, Gary Vee or Eric Thomas? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm going to have to say who has the most influence would probably be E.T. Do you Are you familiar with E.T.? Phone home? No, E.T. Eric Thomas, the hip-hop yeah, preacher. Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas. He's the and I don't. Do you guys know who either one of them are? No, not at all. Okay, so uh, Gary V uh, is an influencer. Oh, I know Gary V. The, the Gary guy Vanderchuk. On, on, yeah, on on Instagram. Okay, yeah. that's Gary V. So I remember the first time I heard about Gary V. I, He's a fast talking, grow your social network social guy. network. Yeah. So it's not me. Uh, and then Eric Thomas. He's an actual motivational speaker. He was a homeless guy. Uh, in his teens, he got his GED. He's now he's actually a doctor. Uh, he earned his degree as a medical doctor. doctor, or doctor? No, a PhD. Okay. Um, and he has created this multi-million-dollar industry on um, motivating people. I say kids, but college kids, uh, football teams, because of listen, this is what you got. We all have the same thing. You got 24 hours. I got 24 hours. What do you do with your 24 hours? Everything I can. Exactly. And that's what E.T. does. And I personally, and I like both of them. Uh, and the way I got introduced to Gary V, I was uh, snook fishing one day. And I, as I'm coming back, Tiny had his snow cone company, his Hawaiian ice company there in Juneau Beach. So I stopped in. To Tiny see- had a snow cone company? Dude, you the guy's know. done so much. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. So him and his ex-wife, they had a Hawaiian shaved ice, and they had a, a brick-and-mortar store there in Juneau. So I stopped in there hanging out with my buddy, and we're shooting the shit, and uh, he's like, hey, listen, everything you're doing, I see somebody else doing. You need to read about this guy. And it was Gary Vanderchuk. And when I say... I was doing it because I was still learning social media and uh, I don't know how many people know about how I got into it and all that, but uh, I just used my 20 years of fishing experience to tell a story and I started telling it on social and um, anytime something came out, like right now, most people don't know I'm on like 28 different platforms. I'm on, I didn't know there was more than three. Oh my gosh, there's so many. And here's what, where people get confused. They people think social media is Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I hate Twitter. And social media is anything that you give your customers or your clients or your people direct access to you. So, uh, email marketing is social media marketing. Text message marketing. Uh, social media, whether it's Twitter, TikTok, all anyway, long story short, somebody asked me the other, oh, when I was, uh, publishing my book, they're like, man, how many 
how many followers do you have? And I'm like, well, let's look at how many people I'm connected to instead of calling them followers. Let's, you know, if I wanted to put something out there uh, and my following is not as big as some of these other guys that have 20 million, but I've got connected, I'm connected with about three quarters of a million people. If I want to put something out there, very easily with the push of one button, I can get connected to about three quarters of a million people. Uh, I make a lot of my deals that I do, uh, I do just for emails. Really? A lot of my business stuff that I do, uh, instead of you paying me a flat rate for something, uh, I do emails. Give me emails and, and connections. Like you asked me about going to Japan. Uh, a lot of these places, somebody just calls me up. We start talking about something. And uh, I'm going to give my example, Saudi Arabia. I went to Saudi Arabia to teach people how to fish and take care of a boat. I had 10 guys that I was uh, teaching them how to tie up a boat, how to take care of your rods and reels, proper way to wash them, take care of them. And the guy that flew me to Saudi Arabia, he says, hey, tomorrow, would you mind talking to the CEO of this city? Uh, instead of having a mayor, they had a CEO. He runs the whole city, the the complex. Would you mind? Right, like a business. I like that concept. Exactly. It's it's a business. So he it goes, would CEO? CEO. It's of a city. Of a, well, yeah, it's a city, but the way they look at a city Regions. is how we look at like a development. I mm-hmm. live in Central. Like an HOA. Like an HOA kind of a thing, but they run it like a business. Yeah. So everything in there, you have a supermarket, you have golf pros, you have a marina, you have golf courses, and he oversees it all. So it's, I, so I it's kind of like a count. It's like it's like Downton Abbey. <laughs> I've never watched. That he's one not ever. an accountant. No, he, a count. Okay, a count like like count with of a, Monte Cristo. Okay, that's what a count okay, would curious. do. I, yeah, like cu- the like the the Lord Grantham of of uh, Downton Abbey. That's that's what they do. They have all this land. They oversee the town. And the, same the, thing. Same, England used to be run like this. Okay, I, I got a, I got a question real quick for basically everybody in the room right now. I, your your guys that you're talking about there, your your motivators and all that stuff, and yourself included. Are you driven by money or your your potential earnings with all the stuff that you're doing? Same with, I think I kind of know you.